Thank you for joining us for live paranormal radio. From the paranormal to the unexplained, it all happens here. It all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in our live video chat 24-7 with our live paranormal radio show hosts and other like-minded people. Live. Paranormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by Full Interaction Media. Stop by now and join the fun. Stop by now and join the fun. It's Haunted Playground, right here on the Live Paranormal Radio Network. You can find us at LiveParanormal.com, iHeartRadio.com. You can also find us at iTunes, Stitcher. Blog, Talk Radio, Player FM, Podbean, Podomatic. I know there are more, but I don't know them off the top of my head. Um, please follow me. I'm Sheena Metal. I'm your host at SheenaMetalSpiritual.com. I'm a psychic medium. I'm an interfaith minister. I'm a 28-year talk radio host in Los Angeles and around the world. I am also a performing artist, and I come to you live from my home in Southern California, every Wednesday at 3 o'clock Pacific time. This show is about everything that lives beyond the three dimensions. So whether you believe in God and an afterlife, or you think there's a little Loch Ness monster in your above-ground swimming pool, it all belongs here on Haunted Playground. And every week, I gather what I believe to be the brightest minds and hearts and souls in the spiritual community, and we talk about everything that goes bump in the night, and during the daytime. My guest today is a wonderfully talented author, speaker, humanitarian, spiritual being, uh, UFO communicator, um, paranormal survivor, one of my favorite people in the world. Please welcome to the show the most amazing and wonderful Andrea Perrin is here. How are you, my friend? It's good to hear from you. Oh, it's so good, so good to hear from you. It's just been too long, my darling. I know Too it's long. Not, right? So I was supposed to do a video talk show today, and there was a tech meltdown. And so afterwards, I texted her and said, hey, want to do radio? We can do it in five minutes. And isn't that the beautiful thing about all the multimedia platforms, right? If one goes down, you grab another. I mean, even if we did a show and it was like two Dixie cups and a piece of string connecting them, it would still be fun for people to listen to. Well, I think that too. And, you know, I think that where there's a will, there's a way. And so um, I just, uh, you know, I just went to shut down my computer and say, you know, you go take a nap because obviously you need it. And that's when I realized that I had update uh, things going, oh. you know, when, I'm, when it's screaming, yeah. update me, update me. I'm like, you couldn't tell yeah. me in advance. You really could, you know, I mean, where's the AI when you need it? You know what I mean? Well, the Ugh. thing is with your laptop, though, I've noticed, and I use Windows. I don't know if you do. But I've noticed I do. that if you, don't, if you don't see the subtle prop to, to update, eventually it throws a temper tantrum and just stops working until you update. Well, that's exactly what happened, apparently. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know what else to think about it. It just is. Oh, God, and my dog just sent my, my camera flying, peanut, just sent my camera flying off my computer because, you know, dogs. Um, 
Uh, I'm going to send her out and let her go chase a squirrel. Is that I put a bra on an hour before I had to. Aside from that, it's all good to Uh, have you here. That's the. It's so wonderful (laughs) to hear your voice. It's good to have you here. Um, It's amazing to just be in your presence. It's been way too long, and and I'm glad you're here. I think there's so all needs so much spiritual love right now that I think that people like you and like me that that kind of are in the business of spiritual love, we're running ourselves ragged trying to bring the love to everybody who needs the love, right? Yes. Yes, I uh, have been reaching – so many people have been reaching out uh, in recent weeks. And, no, I had a very – I've kind of been off the grid for about three months. Um, I have okay. been uh, in Georgia taking care of my mother, who was bedridden for about eight weeks um, because okay. she injured herself very badly, bringing in an armload of wood. Why? Because oh. when she told my sister Christine that she wanted a fire, apparently that meant she wanted a fire immediately, and Christine was on a phone call that she had to complete. So instead of trying to have that conversation with my mother. She got up, she walked out of the parlor, and when she came back in, there's my mother on the floor with about seven pieces of um, uh, firewood that weighed about half of her body weight. And, you know, she's trying, she's like, oh, I pulled something. Oh, my God, I pulled something. You know, well, because she fell through the door, basically. And that was it color of the holidays, you know, basically gone. Um, I got here as fast as I could. I came on December 4th, and I'm still here. And I probably won't leave before mid-March, and I have my first event for the year in April, April 1st weekend in Toledo, Ohio. And so, uh, yeah, um, that's been my life for the last few months is – you know, lifting and toting and and caring for my precious, wonderful, impatient Virgo mother. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and everything comes before that. Everything does. Everything does. So, uh, you know, I, this this is, she is my top priority. She is my center of my universe and my beating heart, you know, so it's, uh, it's been some serious downtime for me helping my sister Christine, who uh, really couldn't handle this situation alone, but mom is up and she's uh, getting around and I mean, she's going to be 84, God willing, in August and, uh, and has had, um, you know, faced a lot of challenges in her life, physical challenges, and God knows what she went through at the farmhouse in Rhode Island, um, you know, but that was, that seemed like lifetimes ago to her. You know, her, her life now is very sedate, very quiet. She does a lot of reading. On warm days, she might putz around a little bit with her outdoor garden, but uh, the, this is the quiet time in her life now. And um, I'm glad to be here to share this time with her. I think that's wonderful. And I'm so glad you're there to share that time with her as well. Um, I, um, 
I think all of us who are survivors of the paranormal deserve time to rest and just take care of ourselves. And, you know, sometimes people say to me, like, why do you sleep with a light on? Like, honey, I sleep with a lot of lights on. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, less than I, I used to. Yeah. But, I mean, I have salt lamps all over this house. I have, let me see if I can figure out, I'm only living in part of the house right now. So I'm only living in, mm-hmm. I have the foyer, the kitchen, the family room, the office, the hallway, the laundry room, and the bathroom. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven rooms. The family room is like two rooms, kind of. Let's say eight rooms. I have uh-huh. one, two, four, five, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. I have seventeen salt lamps going. All the time. Mm-hmm. Every one of them has a selenite wand in front of them, plus more. And in every room, I have one or two brooms for protection. Because this house, this lovely little house, is on an Indian burial ground. And I'm not taking any chances. I'm not having a hell house situation again like I had when I was a child. Um, I don't, this house has been empty for a very long time. So who knows who's been living in here? Because it's been, you yeah. know, I've moved in in June. I've been dead six and a half years. I'm not taking any chances. I sleep with the TV on. I sleep with two lights on, and I keep yep, the cat too. close. And I don't I yep. mess around, and I don't feel bad about it. People go, what about your electrical bill? And I'm like, you know what? What about living in a paranormal hell? What about that? Because yeah, I'll I pay think, the light bill. I'll pay the oh, electric bill. Exactly. I was watching a show the other night, and let me see if I can remember what it was. Um. It had something to do with kids. There were kids involved in the show. They were talking about, uh, oh, it was um, uh, Chad Kalick from Paranormal State. It was his documentary, American Ghost Hunter, about growing up yep. in a house and his mom getting possessed. And he was talking about how people don't talk about how, and we talked about this when I shot an episode of your new television show coming up, mm-hmm. childhood paranormal abuse is the same as childhood Physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, neglect. You grow up with stuff. It doesn't just go away. So as an adult, if hope and sleep well, because we've now learned that part of your immune system health is so much about sleep, right? If how you sleep is to keep some lights on, keep the TV on, let Alexa run white noise, whatever your story is, Mm -hmm. um, you should be allowed to do that in the same way that people who've suffered other kinds of abuse do things that make them feel okay. So um, I tell people, and you know, I don't know if you know this or not, this might be a big announcement, but I'm starting a new show in April for a new network. Oh, great. Of great. TV talk shows. I'm doing for this network. One is going to be a show where I do readings on the air called Messages from Spirit. Mm-hmm. And the other one is called, and I want you to be my very first guest, and I know you'll say yes. It's called I will. Confessions, confessions of a Paranormal Survivor. And it's going uh, to be my story growing up in a house and interviewing other paranormal survivors to become a salve and a place of love for all people who are suffering with either current paranormal attacks or have survived paranormal attacks because those people need love and they're not getting enough love. Yeah. Yeah, I know, and they feel very isolated and uh, and very often removed from 
you know, society at large. They feel like they're misfits. They don't fit in. Uh, they just don't know how to um, to relate. And I totally get that. I totally do. Um, and there have been a lot of people recently, and I'm sure your ministry is receiving, oh, I can just imagine, um, you know, the people, the outreach, you know, because people are really suffering. And this is um, a very difficult time in the world. You've heard me discuss it many times. This is the paradigm shift. It is here. It is now. And there are so many people who are struggling and suffering. And I have friends who, uh, who are energy healers that simply cannot watch the news. They just can't. They can't watch the news because it disrupts their frame of mind to such an extent that they lose their ability to function. And, um, Mm -hmm. and I have, uh, you know, I have friends who are um, off the grid just like me for merely the reason that they're connected and, um, you know, connected to spirit. And what I'm struggling most with, is what I refer to as the ghosts of Ukraine. Um, not only do I have, you know, all the feelings of, of the, the trepidation and the angst that I've been living with now for a year today, um, but I, I feel on, on such a, a deep level the, the pain the pain. You know, I was talking to my dad last night and I said, Dad, I just, I don't belong here on this planet. And he said, no, my dear, you're wrong. You're exactly what this planet needs. Exactly what this planet needs. But, you know, if if I'm going through this, uh, you know, at the same time, I feel this whole thing so deeply. Um, I remember doing a show with you um sometime in March of last year and I and I'm pretty sure that I told you what happened to me on um February twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. So today is exactly one year later. And this is interesting. Wow, I want your I Yeah, I want your take on this. I'm not sure what to make of it. But I was okay. um I was sitting on the terrace uh, of my home in um, Florida, and I woke up and I felt sick. I felt like this this heaviness, this incredible heaviness that I couldn't do anything about. Um, it was absolutely overwhelming, and I was sitting terrace and drinking a cup of coffee and having a cigarette and trying to to wake up and, and face what the day would, would inevitably bring. And I was staring up into the sky, and I just, I said to who I refer to as our galactic family, get your asses down here now. If there was ever a time that we needed you, it's now. And this is with, that morning, 200 thousand Russian troops poised to enter 
the border of Ukraine. And, you know, the whole world knew it. And even though Putin was, you know, lying through his teeth, which is what he does, you know, if he's breathing, he's lying. And, um, and he's like, oh, no, no, special operation, no, just, you know, that, that, but we're not, no, we're not, no, we're not, boom. So anyway, I'm sitting there, and, and I feel this overwhelming sense of malaise. And I got the clearest message that I have ever received, and I've been a contactee my whole life. Um, but this was the clearest message that I ever received, and this is, this is the message. If we are here, planet and its people are in crisis. We are here. And this morning, Zelensky put out a message that was for the whole world to say. And he ended his message with, we are here. And I thought, wow. Um, okay, what's this mean? Is this just coincidence? You know, no. is, is this, what is this? You know, what is this? We are here. Like, you know, Ukraine stands strong one year after the onslaught. Ukraine is still yeah. standing. Well, you know, in piles of rubble, but it's, you know, it still is. And there are still millions of people that are living in the country, even though they're living under, you know, threat of, daily infliction of pain and bombardment and, you know, taking the risk walking outside uh, out of a bomb shelter. Um, but they are. They, it's still standing. It's still a democracy in Western Europe that is, is not, didn't fold. Um, and I have had a great deal of, uh, trepidation this past year, you know, day after day, month after month of, you know, watching what is transpiring and wondering how this is going to end because my darling friend, when, when will humanity learn our lessons? We said after World War II, never again. And now we are looking at the same kinds of atrocities that happened at the hands of Germany and Hitler. Um, We are. That's what we're looking at. If anybody is not seeing what's happening, then they're not paying attention. Um, And I think that this bears uh, our attention. But I I have to wonder, you know, when, when the message came through to me a year ago today, and then a few hours later, the first missiles, flew into Ukraine, like within a few hours of me receiving that message. And then to hear Volodymyr Zelensky use those same words today um, makes me wonder, you know, how they cannot intervene on our behalf. We have to peck our way out of our own eggshell and, you know, come into the universe and come into, you know, a higher level of understanding. Um, than than we have but you know here i see the bottom line here i see uh i think is the crux of the matter um men who are dictators who want to control 
in countless millions and millions of people's lives and will lie, cheat, and steal their their existence in order for these dictators. And there are 63 dictators in this world right now, in power, right now. Isn't that, that cover that there's that yeah. many dictators? Yeah, there are 63 dictators. And they're all men, every one of them. And people, innocent people, lose their lives every single day in horrific ways at their hands. And when I was at the Star Wars Symposium last November, one of my friends, um, I've been on her show a number of times on a called Open Minds with uh, Regina Meredith on Gaia. And she, during her lecture, said something that kind of stuck with me. And that is this. Um, she said, we have to take the pyramid and we need to flip it onto its point because the foundation of the pyramid is the masses and at the pinnacle are a handful of men who basically control the whole world, control, you know, politically, control financially, control, you know, in, in every conceivable way. And if we flip the pyramid, then the weight and the enormity of the masses will crush them. The weight of humanity will crush them. And that's what needs to happen. Because, and, and basically, I think, you well, the president of the EU is a woman. Um, and that gives me some hope. Um, but we need to... We need to shift the paradigm ourselves. We do. And if all of these people, including Russian soldiers who are yanked off the streets, thrown into a uniform and shoved out on the front lines, these kids that are terrified out of their minds, you know, I don't, I don't blame the Russian conscripts. Uh, because they have no control over their lives. They don't know what freedom is. Um, but the Ukrainians do. I mean, Ukraine has been a free, sovereign, democratic nation since 1991. The vast majority of people who are alive in Ukraine have never known anything but freedom. And they're not willing to relinquish it easily. Uh, meanwhile, Putin, deranged Putin, is sitting, you know, 200 yards away from whoever he's talking to, no one, and he shouldn't trust anyone around him. Um, and, you know, basically saying, I'm, I'm going to put the USSR back together again. No, you're not. No, you're not. It's a different world now. And, you know, he just needs to go away, far, far away to the planet from which he comes or... I don't know, maybe burn in hell for all eternity, but a special hell just for him. That's a good option and, as well. Sure, that option's yeah. good. We like that one too. Yeah, <laughs> I do. You know, and and this isn't like me. You know, this isn't really who I am at my core. Um, but I'm so angry and so sad all the time that it has yeah. actually had um, 
a, a terribly adverse effect on me. Um, yeah, and I can't help it. You. And I, yeah, I mean, you know, physically, uh, I can't sleep right. I can't eat right. I am in constant turmoil. Uh, it, it's been uh, a terrible, terrible thing. I have a friend from Afghanistan who was the last person to make it out of Afghanistan before the Taliban took over. Now, nobody knew that was the, you know, the, the government that said, we're here, we're strong, we'll be fine, it's okay, you can go, caved in 11 days, took all the money they could get their hands on and screwed out of the country and left their people who have known freedom for 20 years in the worst circumstances that you can imagine. Now, we don't see that on the news every day, but Sahelia keeps me very well informed. She has two sisters that are trapped in Kabul that cannot get out. She was the last person on an American transport, and now she's studying at Brown University, was taken in um, to Providence, and I met her on an airplane um, about a year ago. And all she wants to do is get her sisters out of Kabul, and she has no way of even communicating with them. There's no way to get money to them, to get them out. There's no exit from Afghanistan. Look what's happening in Iran. You know, people are being tortured and murdered because they dared to stand up to quote-unquote morality police because a woman was killed for not wearing her, her headdress properly. I think she was like 22 years old. And it erupted into a, a national outpouring. And these people are suffering enormously, enormously, because they're being hunted, literally hunted, if they're a protester. Now, this is part of, I think, the flipping of the pyramid. And these autocracies and theocracies and uh, people in power who do not have the best interest of their citizenry, have only their own best interest. We've been through it in this country as well. We're still going through it. Um, this, is a, this is a global phenomenon that is happening. And I hope that I live long enough to see the foundation of the pyramid crush those at the pinnacle who have controlled the money, who have controlled the, the welfare, who have controlled every aspect of the lives of billions of people for them to be crushed. Because if we do not, then these same scenarios will continue and continue, and we are doomed. I will be very honest with you. I have struggled with a, a grievous sense of hopelessness in this last year. Like, we just don't learn anything. We don't learn anything. Uh, you know, why do we continually make the same mistakes over and over and over again? And I'll end it on this note. Um, my diatribe. 
Stop calling Putin a president. Stop calling him president. That is a, a distinguishing sign of honor. It is a, a, a badge of honor that should belong to, you know, not Xi Jinping, not, yeah, president. They are dictators. Call them the dicks that they are. Just call them that. Because otherwise, we will never, ever be able to distinguish between who is legitimate and who is illegitimate, who puts their people first or who puts their own self-interest first. And that's what we need to do is to establish who is whom on this planet and what are their intentions. And if they are not good intentions, get out. That's where I am. I agree, and I couldn't agree with you more. I absolutely agree with you, 100% in every respect. Well, you know, we're, you and I are spiritual warriors for peace, which is not uh-huh. a counterintuitive, uh, it's just not a counterintuitive concept. You know, there are things yeah. worth fighting for in this life and in this world. There are things worth fighting for, and to me, silence is tacit approval. So I can't just sit back and say, yeah, well, you know, whatever. No, not while I'm being haunted by the ghosts of Ukraine. Not while the, the senseless deaths are occurring, the horrible travesties and tragedies which are occurring on this planet right now that I feel so profoundly. I can't just sit back, put it on planned ignore, and hope that it goes away. I have to speak out. I have to. And if there's anybody, no, we have to, uh, hold on, honey. We had to do it on the phone. My computer wouldn't pick up the signal. It's okay. It's all right. Um, I'm sorry. My sister, <laughs> my sister says hi. Um, <laughs> hi. Uh, hi. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's just, a, it's just a matter of, you know, coming together as a global community of people who really care about this, who really care about our fellow human beings. And you and I have talked about this uh, probably ad nauseum, but I have always said there are two separate, distinct mindsets at work in humanity. And one of them is all for me, the rest of you are on your own. And the other is we are all in this together. And when we shift over to an understanding, a global understanding, a a realization of our oneness as one human race, when we make that shift, the tolerance for this kind of behavior and this kind of, you know, autocracy, aristocracy, uh, on and on and on and on, all the ocracies you know, except for democracy, which is a flawed system. Let's admit it, pretty flawed mm-hmm. when you've got dozens of insurrectionists serving in Congress right now. We've got a problem, but at least we're still a functional government. And what's happening around the world is a testament to the fact that these dictators do topple. Eventually, they do. They topple. But it's, it's they do. the the carnage and the the 
all that happens in between the time that they assert their dominance and then they topple all the carnage that occurs in that period of time. And you can go back course of history and look at this happening over and over and over again. And when I think of the, you know, the, this isn't Mother Earth saying, well, let's just create war so that we can have some kind of population control. You know, that's not this. This is human behavior. This is human-generated. The damage that is being done to humanity, the damage that is being done to the planet for in the name of profits. Look what just happened in Ohio. That was 100%. It it was avoidable. It was avoidable. One hundred percent avoidable, according to the NTSB. You know, everything in the creeks and the rivers and the streams around that disaster is dead. It's all dead. Sorry, but fish matter to me too. Frogs matter to me too. Turtles and snakes they matter to me too. Killing ourselves and killing our planet. And if we don't step up and do something, and honest to God, Sheena, I feel like I am just screaming into hurricane force winds. Like it's just yeah. not being heard. Yeah. Okay, your turn to talk. At <laughs> <laughs> first show, good night. Um, I, I agree with everything that you that you say, but it's interesting because we are Zodiac opposites, right? You're the complete opposite of the Zodiac scale as me. I, my mission is the same as yours and I believe in everything you're saying, but I, I can't let myself get so tripped up on what's not happening and how can we make more things happen like the good things that are already happening. Um, I focus on how people are waking up and not, how they're not awakened yet, because if I don't do that, then I'll get hit with such a wave of Irish depression that will be so crippling, I'll never go anywhere yeah. or do anything. Yes, you know, I understand, I have sweetheart. to be positive for my own survival. And mm-hmm. so, but I also do, I always look at the positive, right? Like, even today when you were supposed to do my talk show and we had a technical problem and we couldn't do it and, you know, um. The program director's like, we're going to scrap it. And I'm like, let her go out and come back in one more time. It's going to work. And it didn't. But you know what? Most of the time it does. So yeah. I'm a believer that in the end, everything will be okay. I love that John Lennon quote, right? Everything will be okay in the end. If the it's end, not if okay, it isn't it's okay not. yet, it's not the end. Yeah. That's what I live. That is how I live my life every day. Yeah. Because I do see so much shit and so many people blatantly fucking each other over on such yeah. a you you see macrocosmic issues right the dictators and the oppression and the war i see all that but what i see every day in my spiritual practice is it happening every day one person oppressing another person yeah and it's um you know so much of my practice is people in crisis because they have been run over by some horrible something something right narcissist yeah just something off and i don't want to 
ever see anybody hurt by anybody like that ever again. Yeah. But I also understand it's a thing that happens, right? So um, I fight every day to heal people to get strong enough so they don't let someone get over. People come in to defend other countries so they can't be taken over. I help that person to get strong enough so they can't be taken over by all of the darkness out there that either wants to possess you, and if it can't, then it wants to tear you apart. And, um, you know, it's no wonder that so many shows are about the zombie apocalypse, because I think in a lot of ways, this is the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, and there are an awful lot of people that are walking around like zombies that are tuned out that are, you know, just believing a pack of lies, that are afraid. You know, the bottom line here, the common denominator for all of this is fear. It is. It's fear. That is the thing that depresses and oppresses anyone who can't see or feel beyond the fear that is it elementally its own dictator in our lives. And if we relinquish our personal power to it, then it it dictates the trajectory of our lives, of our mindset, um, and keeps us in, in dwelling in negative space all the time, negative space. And, you know, I, I cheat because I have this little dog named Princess Peanut Buttercup who got dumped from the universe into my lap within a few days of the um, emergence of COVID. Um, When the World Health Organization declared a global pandemic on March 11th of 2020. And Mm -hmm. um, I found her in January um, and plucked her off of a very busy highway and took her home and healed her and fattened her up and took care of her and loved her with all my heart and soul. And she's the reason I get up every morning. So that, And she pops her head up out of the, the pillows and the blankets that I share with her every morning and looks at me with this expression on her face. It's a new day. It's a new day. Oh, my God. Oh. Look at this. Night is over, and now it is light, and it is morning, and it's a new day. And what is there to eat? And would, can I go outside and chase the squirrels and the birdies? And you right. know, let's let where's Sammy? Let's play. You know, let's. And I see the innocence and the joy of just existing in this dog. And yeah, I I try to mimic it. I mean, she is the she is the joy in my life. She is, is my heart and my soul and my joy. And to thank God, I mean, God's universe knew, oh, Annie's not going to deal really well with this paradigm shift thing. Oh, no, this, <laughs> this isn't going to go well for her. What does she need? A chihuahua. <laughs> and so I was gifted. I was gifted from the universe with the most precious, beautiful little dog who I am completely responsible for 
She doesn't know how to open the cans herself. She does not how to know how to refill the water bowl. <laughs> she, she just needs me. And she rescued me. And, you know, I rescued her, and then she rescued me right back. And, and we have this um, just incredibly close, tender bond. And she's devoted to me, and I am devoted to her. And she is the source of my joy. So what I say to everybody is find your source of joy and embrace it. Embrace it. Whether it's, you know, being a mother or a father to a, a rescue pet, you know, save a life, go save a life if you possibly can. If you can afford to bring a rescue animal into your home, it will, you'll be saving yourself. You will. They they bring us something uh, even beyond unconditional love. They're, you know, they, they teach us how to love unconditionally, I think, or at least hone those skills. But, you know, aside from that, uh, I think that it diverts our attention away from what is, is so powerfully negative in our environment and in our world that it's it, it offsets that kind of stimuli. No, it just, it does. It offsets it. And it's a, a blessed and beautiful distraction. And I know you have wonderful pets that you adore, a kitty in particular um, that yeah, I have met a time or two. Just me and the man that live here, and we um, we're doing our thing. And it's interesting because he's the same way. Every day he sleeps with me. I have He has his little purple pillows that look like hearts, and they're on my bed. Every morning I wake up, and the first thing I see is those sweet little eyes. Yeah. And it's all about, like, you know, what does today have in store for us, Mommy? Um, everything is wonderful. You know, yeah, it's funny everything. because I, I – it's interesting. I was telling a friend this. I had a friend come over and visit that I hadn't seen in a while. He had not been to the house, um, a friend of mine from Los Angeles. And she came to the house, and she tends to be very emotional. And she came and sat down on my stoop, uh, her and she started crying about some things going on in her life. And Colin walked over in front of her and hissed. And she got upset. <laughs> like, you know, you're supposed to be so friendly. But I don't think he understood what was happening. Because mm-hmm. he lives in an environment where everything is wonderful. Like, he knows no negativity. And mm-hmm. I think he thought it was wrong and it was something to fear. And he would, he sat right in front of her on his little haunches and, you know, he'd go up and sniff her, but then he'd come back and he'd hiss again. And um, I think he didn't understand why this lady brought sadness into the home. Because I go out of my way even when my life is falling apart. And 2022 is a very difficult year for me emotionally to make sure everything still stays very happy for him. Yes. And I think he honestly just didn't know what was happening. And yeah. so everything is wonderful, right? Yesterday I brought a Buddha head home from Cost Plus World Market, and you would have thought I had brought home a steak. I mean, he was like, what is this? And is this in our house now? And he's like so excited <laughs> with everything that he sees. And it's so easy for us to be like that. And I'm like that. Like I text my best friend, and I'm like, guess what? I found my Buddha. Because I had to go to like, you know, four Cost Pluses to get the right one. 
Um, mm-hmm. You have to take joy in the tiniest things, right? You have to yeah. see the joy in everything. Otherwise, this life will chew you up and spit you out. Spit you out. And yep. if you're not looking for joy and you have to make that joy, and sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes the joy comes easy, and sometimes, man, it doesn't come easy. you got to go out there and make that joy. But yeah, it's so important that you do. Yeah, it is. And it involves a lot of, you know, on a spiritual level, practicing the presence of our, you know, our source energy, uh, the, you know, the creative love in the universe and just yeah. channeling it through ourselves and forcing ourselves yeah. to look entirely differently at what has been laid on our plate and also making the decision of whether or not to scrape something off that plate, you know, and, and I did that for the last three months. No, I haven't been doing interviews. You're my first interview and I can't remember how long. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, you know, but it's not really an interview. I mean, we're just friends. We're chatting and people are eavesdropping. That's different. <laughs> Um, but I'm so honored. I'm so honored that you said yes in a time when you're saying yes. Very honored. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's 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 up to us to write our own script, you know, uh, chapter by chapter to write our own book of our, you know, each and every individual life. And when we accept our personal responsibility for how life looked through our kaleidoscope fractured lens, um, we come to understand that all those pretty little colorful pieces of glass that we view the world through, um, surely beautiful. It's beautiful. It might be fractured and shattered and everything might seem distorted through it, but it's still beautiful. And life is beautiful, and we should treasure it and honor it and respect it and do away with anyone who doesn't, you know. And I've, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. And I'm at a, at a place now where, um, yeah, I, I do um, wish ill on those who have no respect for human life. I do wish ill on those who use their unfettered power to destroy rather than to create. And I'm, I'm at that place at 64 years old. I'm at that place in my life. I am also at a place in my life, and I'm sure you've reached it as well, where I get to decide who I will and will not associate with. Um, I had a an encounter uh, a few months ago, well, no, I guess it was last summer, with someone who I sort of kind of peripherally knew in the field, um, who turned out to be a uh, disrespectful and uh, truly warped individual who is all about you know, building his own reputation at the expense of others. And I called him out at a major event 
called him out for it and said, you know, I, I, I obviously never knew you at all. And um, there's no room at the end for you in my life. No, and I, I think I, I think it's safe to say that I, I think of myself as, as um, a really big hotel that has lots and lots and lots of space for loving, empathetic, kind-hearted, spiritually-minded individuals. And he tried to rent a room in my space. And then I found out who he really was, and I evicted him immediately. No vacancy, sorry, get out. Um, And I wasn't unkind about it. I just told him what I thought of him and, you know, his approach to people and the way that he uses people and what an opportunist he is. And um, I'm just really incredibly unimpressed that you made it to the age that you are and you're still a bully on a school playground. Get out. No room at the mm-hmm. end. Get out. You know, so, and that, that, that works for me. Now, I don't have to engage with him. I don't have to have, I mean, he knows exactly where I stand. And when I see him at different events from time to time, he avoids me like I'm carrying the Black Plague. Good. Yep. <laughs> Good. Bye-bye. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. Because I'm not here for everyone. And, you know, you're the one that taught me that. You are the one that taught me that, right. that I am not here for everyone, that I can't be here for everyone, because not everyone thinks clearly about the nature of life and death. Not everyone is tuned in or turned on to the shift that is happening in terms of our own consciousness and raising uh, the consciousness of the world. You know, but at some point, my darling, the scales are going to shift. You know, there's going to be, I mean, there's a disturbance in the force. We all know it. But at some point those with an awareness that we can and must heal ourselves and the world, we're going to outnumber the ones that are so steeped in fear and negativity that they can't see at all. And eventually, I think we'll all wake up as, you know, as a race, as one human race. But we can't rely on the galactic family. We can't rely on anybody to do it for us. This is a one person at a time individual shift that is occurring. And the uplifting and the raising of human consciousness is literally the key to our liberation, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. But 3D sucks. Let's be really clear on this. 3D sucks. You know, fourth dimension is the spirit realm. Fifth dimension and beyond is the universal realm. And I can't really stand spending much time in 3D. I just don't really like it unless I'm just out in nature and working in the yard and by myself, you know, with my own thoughts and, and 
feeling very much connected to this beautiful, beautiful planet. Um, and that's when I'm comfortable in 3D. The rest of the time, I feel a great deal of anxiety. And I, and I don't know if that will ever pass for the rest of my life. I don't know if it will. Um, but I, I know that I care so much that it, I have to find that balance that you seem to have struck where you can care so yes. kudos to you. Yes. I'll tell you what. You are an ascended light being. You are a master. Thank you. It it uh, It's the only, well, I have to because the number one thing that's important is I have to help others. And I can't help others if I'm curled up in a ball somewhere. I think yeah. I've told you that too. <laughs> Once or ten times. I can't I'm not flexible enough if, anymore to curl up in a ball. I'm not, but. <laughs> uh, I, I, can't, I can't. You know what I mean? I need to stay pliable so I can help other people. And, you know, I do these live yeah. videos. I'm working with these YouTube influencers. I did five or six shows with them in the fall, and my social media got off the hook, and I got very, very busy with clients, and everything got very crazy, which is good, right? Blessing. It's what we want. Yeah. But since my videos have gotten so busy and sometimes they're getting upwards of 12,000 views a piece now, um, mm-hmm. people are not getting in as often to get their free readings. Now, first of all, I yes. don't know another that does six hours of free readings a week. I mean, I think I must be just an airy glutton for punishment. But anyway, so yeah. some people in these chat rooms, and I have wonderful volunteers that help to moderate that are such special people, have gotten mm-hmm. really nasty. And there's some nasty people now, and they send me yeah. nasty things. And they threaten, like, oh, one, some, some lady in the chat was going to kill herself, and I, you have to do my free reading because I'm going to kill myself. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, you really see the dark side of humanity when you're giving away something yeah. for free. And yeah. I have to stay in the light in the midst of all that and not throttle a bitch because that's my job. And so if I didn't yeah. keep this light, this flame always lit inside of me, I honestly couldn't do what I do. Because sometimes clients, they're not pleasant. They call you in crisis, and they will beat up on you. And I have to be okay to just let it roll off my back and keep going and see them the next day with the same smile on my face. So, yeah, I mean, I think most of what I have developed in my life, these traits you talk about, started as a pure survival mechanism. But now mm-hmm. I do them because it's how I can reach the most people. And you are wonderful, and we're totally out of time, and I love you. Where can people find you online? Uh, well, my uh, website is down, being dragged into the 21st century right now. Still working on that. Um, but anybody can find me on Facebook. All they have to do is just Google my name or go to my fan page on Facebook, which is called Buttercup Brigade, and um, and you know hop on into the very positive light space that it occupies. So we'll do that. that. You can find me there. Okay. I love that. Thank you, my friend. And let's do this again soon. And I'm excited to have you on my new show in April. I'm looking forward to it, sweetheart. Love you. Love you too, honey. You take good care of you. The wonderful Andrea Parent, everybody. If you missed those links, SheenaMetalSpiritual.com for me. Follow me everywhere on social media at SheenaMetal. 
the show is at hauntedplayground.com, liveparanormal.com, iheartradio.com, and all of our other syndicates. Until I see you next time, seek peace, live in love, lead with kindness, embrace unity, always work to raise your vibration, and know that you are loved and you are loved and you're loved by me. And I'll see you next week. Take care of you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.